Blog Talk Radio. This is the Reverend John St. Germain, and this is the Crystal Silence League Hour. A great disappointment to those of you tuning in the World Weekly News tonight, although some have compared us to that. Bigfoot lives, and aliens infiltrate the Clinton White House. So anyway, uh, tonight we're finishing up the uh, seemingly interminable discussion of the major arcana with Trump 21 the world but before that we'll discuss our um, uh, Laguna Agate crystal tonight and we'll pray a little bit and then we'll dive into this um, uh, end uh, then uh, next time we'll start a discussion of the four branches of crystallomancy and uh, launch off into a discussion of uh, uh, using crystals in meditation and uh, practical spell work. And who knows how long that'll go. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I just walk on a tightrope here, folks. Uh, you know, I just pick a direction and start going. We're approaching 200 episodes. And who would have ever predicted that would have lasted? Heck, I never thought I'd live to be 60, you know, much less do 200 radio episodes and uh, all of these can be found archived on the Lucky Mojo uh, forum and also on my website uh, johnsg.com j-o-n-s-g.com they're archived there as well you can find them either place and of course we announce it on the uh, Facebook page and I also understand that the uh, LMC radio network uh we're constructing a website where all the radio programs of the LMC network will be archived and you can go there and listen to them at your leisure and uh, 
immerse yourself in the hoodoo root work spiritual world. Oh my goodness gracious. Whatever will you do with your time, you'll never get anything done. You'll be spending all your time listening to our quality radio programs. Well, the Crystal Silence League, as some of you know, was founded around 1917 by Mr. Claude Alexander Conlon for the purpose of projecting positive affirmation and prayers to all those in need of such. And when he passed into the silence, the league went with him until around 20, 2009, I guess, when adepts of Missionary Independent Spiritual Church brought it back to life. And of course, now we are the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, and we can be found online as well. Long address, the Association of Spiritual Churches.org. And the Crystal Silence League is the Crystal Silence League.org. Crystal Silence League.org. If you go there, you will find many wonderful things, including an archived newsletter that I used to edit and a uh, uh, prayer page where you can uh, post your prayer petitions. And we will go there in just a moment and do some prayers. But first, let's talk about our Laguna Agate. A Laguna Agate is a uh, banded agate. Like most agates, it's glass-like because we're looking at the quartz, basically. it's a t- Most agates are types of uh, chalcedonies, uh, and um, uh, they are quartz. Uh, most agates look like glass. That's one of the ways you tell it's an agate. And um, uh, they, uh, the Laguna agate, depending on how it's cut, can um, be look like it's ringed or banded depends on how it's cut. Sometimes they look like uh, rings. Some of them look like suns, little miniature suns. They, they're uh, like bullseyes, like targets. And uh, it's a very lovely stone. Um, and uh, uh, they have um, bands that range from uh, kind of a creamy yellow uh, going through orange to deep red, sometimes uh, golden color golden brown um and uh, they um um uh, resonate of course um to the solar plexus um uh chakra and um uh therefore the um uh make sure i have it right yeah um Uh, Yeah, I have it right. The uh, um, no, the spleen chakra, right? Yeah. Um, Therefore, they're very good for um, um, uh, very good for treating um, uh, mental states such as depression. Um, Now, we never advocate substituting crystals. For medical treatment, we we never do that. Um, we use crystals for meditation, for spiritual purposes, and we believe that they can help in that way. But we do not treat medical conditions with crystals in this organization. Um, now, uh, it is believed that crystals 
it is believed by us that crystals have a, a healing quality. We don't believe that crystals have magic powers, which is where we get criticized. People, uh, you know, say, well, you, you all believe crystals have magic, you know, they're magic stones. We don't believe that they have magic powers. We don't believe that um, they do. And uh, a lot of times on forums where people are discussing crystals, someone will come along and say, show me peer-reviewed scientific studies that your crystals have magic powers. Well, this is a straw man. We don't claim these crystals have magic powers. Uh, we don't claim that they can cure medical conditions. That's not what we say. We say that these assist, they help, they promote. And we would never throw these away and try to treat cancer, diabetes, or even depression with them. We use them to help us and assist. And anyone claiming that you can cure these serious Ill ailments with crystals, I would be very suspicious. I would say I'd like to see proof of this. Now, agate, uh, these uh, Laguna agates, though, um, with... Um, Meditation, study, uh, uh, adjusting of the chakras uh, can elevate mood. It does help increase uh, physical energy, stamina, circulation. Uh, it does seem to be useful in treating sexual imbalances. Uh, it can help balance and reduce your uh, uh, lusts and desires for uh, things that are not good for you. And um, it does seem to be good for your uh, grounding and your concentration. So this is what we use these things for. Um, I, I have seen it help people um, uh, get out of that mental funk that happens with uh, being down. Clinical depression, another story. Uh, this is that type of being down in the blues depression. Um, clinical depression is a medical condition. It should be treated by medical experts. I want to be very clear about that. Um, it's, this is also very good in those ruminative periods where you're uh, um, looking inward, self-analysis, uh, trying to uh, uh, unravel inner mysteries that may be holding you back. Um, so we're looking at um, uh, a stone that also can vary in color. Some of them might be predominantly red, so that's very good for the root chakra. Um, the, uh, uh, the ones that are predominantly orange would be good for the sacral chakra, right? The ones predominantly yellow, you get up into the uh, spleen chakra. So um, um, you, um, uh, you can use these for... Um, um, different levels, like the uh, the ones that are predominantly in the uh, yellow area, uh, can be used to help in relationship uh, issues. Uh, you pick and choose these things. You see, um, they're very hard. Uh, there are top quartz. Uh, if you're making an elixir, you can use it directly. Uh, I use the indirect method for most of my elixirs. Uh, you know, go and do thou as thou please. But that's our uh, Laguna agate, and uh, it's a very nice little stone.
If you were to follow me over to uh, crystalsilencely.org and go to the prayer page, um, you may find that week by week we get lots of them. And uh, I am looking now at a group. And uh, looks like we have uh, just today easily we got easily um, 20 just today. So we've gotten well over 100 this week. Well over 100. And I'd like to invite you to join me in prayer for some of the folks. I'm not going to call out names. We're always anonymous. So just by prayer ID. And if you'd like to hold your favorite crystal or shiny object as you pray, that always helps. And we'll be talking about how we do these very things. Um, probably starting next week. So let's start with the first prayer at the top, which is prayer ID 88359, who asks, pray for family healing and togetherness. Pray for our hearts, minds, that we may have sweet words to always speak to each other. And may we always be there for each other. Let's be strong and supportive to each other forevermore and keep us bonded together as a strong and united family. Amen. And prayer ID 88358, who prays, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. And establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Amen. Prayer ID 88357, who says, I am struggling with depression and grief. My mother-in-law died on June 15th, and I miss her. I'm disabled and lost my disability payments when I married my husband. We're struggling financially, and I worry about my kids, who are 23 and 24. I want them to both be healthy and happy. I miss my son. We were always close. My daughter and I still are. I need her to become more independent. Amen. Prayer ID 88355. Please help me pray for my stolen package. I've been hopeful and so thankful for your prayers previously. This was a gift from my husband. I know this gift of my crystal is meant for me. I pray it is returned in one piece at my home. I thank you and blessings to all. Amen. Prayer ID 88354. I ask for your prayers as I'm currently going through some health issues. I've been to the doctor and medication hasn't been helping. I ask for your prayers in helping me find strength as I go through a series of tests and I pray that everything will be fine. I pray for strength as I have small children. I need to be strong for them. Please, please pray with me and ask that I will be well again. Please, Jesus, hear my prayers. Amen. And prayer ID 88353. Hi, I've been out of work for a few months now, and I'm living with my mom. I'm ready to have financial independence and to get hired into a new job that will be good for me and perfect for building a healthy life. Will you please pray that my job search is successful? and results in me being happy and confident in my new situation. 
Getting a new job always makes me nervous, but I'm ready for a job that will improve my life and bring me interesting new experiences with good people. Thank you, and amen. And prayer ID 88351. Please bless B, N, and TP with excellent job placements, happy workplaces, abundant positive experience, peace, calm, and security. May all job blockages be removed from them. May they enjoy financial blessings and the joy of good co-workers and opportunity. Amen. And prayer ID 88350. Praying that my truck gets fixed today without costing a lot so that I can have transportation to work. Amen. And prayer ID 88349. I pray with all my heart for a good, stress-free, calm, and easy day at work tomorrow, Wednesday, November 20th, 2019, and Thursday, November 21st, 2019. Prayer ID 88348. I write a different request. These two, and the initials are Joe and someone named Kay, have committed so illegal crimes, both individually and collectively, Pray that spirit will publicly reveal them and not keep them hidden, that they will not go unpunished, the legal cases pending against them, that they both will lose only because they are indeed guilty, but have been slipping through the cracks of our legal systems. Boy, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Expose them both. May they be sentenced to the highest punishment available for their crimes and all that are connected to them. Amen. May it be so. May the guilty be punished. Let's have one more here from uh, here. Uh, Prayer ID 88346. My ex-boyfriend needs to be delivered from lasciviousness, lust of the eyes and flesh, and the pride of life. He claims to be a Christian, but is not. That's called Aquino, Aquino, Christian in name only, C-H-I-N-O, Christian in name only. He needs deliverance from womanizing. Each woman, each each woman of these women have spells on him to keep him some way. The man is so messed up in his head because of this. Specifically remove the spells and curses these women have placed on him to hold him captive with them, especially one her name is Kay. She's a leech. Dispel her out of his life now. Hallelujah. Amen. This could be any one of my current clients that wrote this. Prayer ID 88345. Please pray for healing and comfort for me. I have a bad cold and painful ear infection. This could be me. I also pray that me and my two children will be protected during this winter season from all sickness and that our needs will be provided at this time. Thank you. Praying your prayers are answered too. Amen. And this is prayer ID 88344. This says, please, Heavenly Father, keep my Mimi healthy. This is a pet, by the way. Uh, Please keep pain away from her body and joints. Keep her strong, pain-free, and moving with the energy that the puppy in her has. In Jesus' name, amen. This is a dog, I guess, an elderly dog. I love those old dogs. Prayer ID 88343. Please pray for the healing of my relationship with my father. Please pray that our relationship may be miraculously healed. Thank you, and God bless you. Amen. 
Let's have uh, one more. Let's have two more. Prayer ID 88341. My late love died five years ago. Since then, I have had abandonment issues. Every relationship has resulted in them being unfaithful and leaving me for another woman. This has only enhanced my pain. Recently, I started a newer relationship and am terrified of being ghosted, abandoned, or left again. Please bless things between RJ and I. May he never hurt, forsake me for another woman, or abandon me. Be 100% committed, honest, and faithful to me always. Amen. And prayer ID 88340. I pray that the true identity of my attackers will be made known and that all attacks will cease. Also that there is a great protection placed upon my family, friends, and myself until these individuals are stopped. Thank you. Amen. Why don't we have a moment of prayer? For all those in need of comfort, support, protection, and assistance. Amen. Lord have mercy, I'm in the spirit tonight. By the way, I've just been informed by my webmaster that uh, you can listen live on my website. Um, If you go to the Crystal Silence League page on the website, you can, uh, we've been posting the programs as I create them on my website and you can listen live on the stream on my website. Isn't technology great? I love living in the future. Tonight, it, oh gosh, I'm going to opine a little bit. Uh, won't you be glad to see 2019 end? This has been a heavy year. Uh, it's like a great weight has been on 
our backs all year long, uh, possibly because of the five planet retrograde. I don't know, uh, but just the very weight of living this year is wearing me down. It's wearing everybody down. You get up in the morning and uh, instead of leaping out of bed, uh, it's as if you're carrying a great weight. You feel like Marley's ghost with the chains. Uh, and uh, all I know is everybody just seems glad that the year is winding to an end. And uh, 2020, I believe, is going to be a lot better. This has been a three-year numerologically, and you can have a good three-year where the randomness is good. It's fun. It's capricious. But I think this has just been a chaos year. Uh, and it's been a dark chaos. No, it's unpredictable. The changes, uh, everything has changed this year. There's been unpredictable changes and transitions and, uh, not necessarily for the good. And people are scared and nervous and irritable and the, the weight of existence, just living is wearing everybody out. The energy required to get through your day is just wearing everyone out. And all I can say is uh, hang in there hang in there it'll be over soon not permanently you know we're not all going to die but we're going to survive 2019 and 2020 will be a lot better i can practically guarantee you that a stability in a four-year it's like a table you know or a chair you just sit down and 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 rest so uh, the four years is going to be a lot more stable and um We'll be able to rest and get our energy back, get our wind back, and uh, uh, we, things will be a little bit more predictable and stable for us. I think we won't be dealing with uh, chaos. You know, it's like every morning you wake up and say, "What? Well, what next? You know, what craziness are we going to have to deal with today?" Um, and uh, it's going to be a lot better. Um, we're dealing with the world today. Uh, the very, very last. Um, uh, of this series and uh, the picture itself, uh, we see a um, uh, a nude woman wrapped in a cloth, a very sheer cloth. She's wearing a scarf, uh, dancing inside a, a laurel wreath, and uh, she's looking behind her as if uh, leaving the past behind her, leaving everything behind. Um, uh, she's walking into the future while leaving the past behind. Uh, and she's holding two wands, like exactly like the one the magician holds. And uh, and uh, the wreath, of course, is circular. It's it looks a lot like the 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 worm Ouroboros eating its own tail, doesn't it? Um, possibly deliberately. And um, as she steps through this wreath she's of course uh, going out of one phase of existence and into another now we have these four figures in the corners that we've seen before the lion the bull the angel or the cherub and the eagle um, we've seen these in the wheel of fortune you know we once again have the circular wheel the circular image and the four figures. These, of course, are the four angels that we saw before from the book of Ezekiel and the book of Revelation. Um, we know that they represent the four fixed signs of the zodiac. 
right? Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. Uh, furthermore, they represent the four elements, earth, air, wind, earth, air, fire, and water. They also represent the four suits of the tarot themselves, the four points of the compass, the four corners of the universe. Um, uh, alchemically, they have meaning, but also we can even go further. Um, these uh, four living creatures of the apocalypse and of Ezekiel's vision, I'm very surprised when uh, I read a lot of tarot forms. Uh, I'm going to old man, old man rant on you a little bit. The younger folks have no idea what they mean. They speculate uh, rather than study what they mean. They speculate. They say, well, maybe the eagle means spirit. You know, maybe the bull, and they'll, they'll know Taurus. I'll say, well, it means, uh, tar, it means stubbornness or something. Uh, the lion means courage. And that, No, that's not what these mean at all. Uh, these have a historical meaning. I mean, you can do that if you want to, but um, um, the um, these four living creatures that are mentioned, uh, it's, I, I, have you never read your Bible? Uh, uh, the living creatures found in the apocalypse and Ezekiel's vision um, also represent. Well, let's start at the beginning. We'll start at the beginning. Let's read. Let's read it. Uh, Ezekiel's vision. Let's read Ezekiel's vision. Then I looked, and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing it, and brightness was all around it, and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under the wings on the four sides, and each had the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likenesses of their faces, each had the face of a man. Each had each of the four had the face of a lion on the right side. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. Now look at your card. Lion, face of a lion on the right side, which is what you see on your card. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. And each of the four had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces. Their wings stretched upward. Two wings of each one touched one another. And two covered their bodies. And one went straight forward. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go. And they did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like the burning coals of fire. Like the appearance of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright. And out of the fire went lightning, and the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. Now as I looked at the living creatures, behold, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature with its four faces. The appearance of the wheels and their workings was like a color of barrel, and all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their workings was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Now, the world represents, I mean, if you look at it, it's, it's Ezekiel's wheel in a wheel. And uh, it's a 
uh, a modern representation of it, but it's Ezekiel's vision. And the four faces of the animals of cherubim correspond also to the iconography of the Babylonian zodiac. Uh, if you look at uh, archaeological digs in Babylonia, the uh, eagle, the bull, the lion, and the cherubs, uh, uh, eagle bodies, bull bodies uh, with human faces, were very common. And th these corresponded to the iconography of the Babylonian zodiac. Every one of these symbols represents a seasonal constellation in Babylonian astrology. Uh, every face or uh, constellation represented uh, one of the four directions or quadrants in the sky. Babylonians knew that these heavens were connected to whatever happened on earth times. They were very hip to the idea of seasons, crops, weather, uh, times of the year, menstrual cycles, uh, the four ages of man. And they believed their gods controlled those functions. Uh, uh, information about the stars and uh, all sorts of cosmological information are laid out on Mesopotamian uh, astrolabes, clay tablets uh, that had concentric circles, uh, uh, which could very easily correspond to this whole wheels within wheels imagery. Um, and uh, a lot of times uh, Ezekiel's vision uh, uh there's problems in the translation. Um, if you read scholarly breakdowns of Ezekiel's vision, there's times when it breaks down when, where the prophet describes eyes, for instance, uh, or ayin on the rims of the wheel. Uh, the word ayin occurs a number of places in the vision, but it's not always translated. Uh, uh, taking the letters ESV as an example, ayin occurs six times in the first chapter, but it's left untranslated three times because it doesn't seem to make sense in context. In the vision's description of the wheel, the word ion is translated once as sparkling. And since ancient astronomical texts commonly describe shining stars as eyes, ion can refer to stars or their sparkling appearances. So many translators miss this possibility. Uh, they fail to consider the astronomical context portrayed by the four faces. Now, in Revelation, the four creatures around the throne uh, give us some further hints. The same creatures are described uh, as covered by eyes, or ion, before and behind. Uh, maybe meaning that uh, nothing is hidden from God, that uh, his creatures around the throne are forever vigilant, or maybe these are ion or sparkling stars that he is surrounded by uh, the cosmos. But these four creatures that are described as living creatures are the creatures of Ezekiel. The first had a face like a lion, the second like an ox, the third a human face, and the fourth is a flying eagle. They each had six wings and continually sang, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is, and is to come. And these four creatures have a later life, as they're used by early Christians as symbols of the four evangelists. Based on how each opened his gospel, Matthew is the man, for he begins with the human genealogy of Jesus. Mark is the lion, for he starts with John the Baptist preaching, John the Baptist roaring, the lion's roar, 
in the wilderness. Luke begins in the temple, and as the ox was used in sacrifices that represent him, and John, whose prologue starts in the beginning with Jesus, the word of God, soars above the earth as an eagle. And quite often uh, in art, you will find the four evangelists associated with these very images. This is what we see compressed in this small card, the richness of imagery. So the world card represents uh, quite a bit, the universe, time, um, a very eloquent image, uh, very swirl of life itself, the soul's intoxication in paradise on earth, the, the heavenly dance as it can be experienced in the here and now, but still guided and protected by the heavenly watchers, the, the powers and the graces of the holy name. So we have uh, the uh, many ways of uh, interpreting this. Uh, we notice that there are in this garland uh, surrounding, there's uh, two junctions where there's red scarf where the garland is joined. The um, um, you know, we wonder about this. Uh, to me, this this means that the garland at any point, top or bottom, um, the the gate can be the gate has to be formed. Um, the uh, the top and bottom of the gate. This is not a continuous. Um, it, this could have been drawn as a continuous garland, but it's not. It is a gate that has been formed, it's been tied, it's been forged. This is not something that exists um, in and of itself. This is a construction. So this uh, 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 olive, this this olive gate, um, uh, this laurel wreath, which represents uh, a divine victory, is not something that's it's just there and you find it. it it's something that has to be created over time through effort and apparently um, you know where did those cloths come from well considering the state of undress of the woman and she's left with only one scarf left I think the other two scarves came from her very body so you sacrifice your worldly uh possessions, your worldly attachments to weave the laurel um, portal of victory necessary to pass from this world into the next. Um, the um, It's interesting that uh, Eliphas Levy described the garland as a chain of roses. Uh, A.E. Waite transferred it to Laurel. I think it's very interesting. Usually in divination, uh, the tarot ward card means uh, your success is assured. Uh, it can be an, it can mean a voyage that's uh, successful. Uh, uh, it can be travel. 
It can mean uh, happiness. It can mean that you gain everything. Um, I believe it means a lot more, a lot more than that. Um, I believe this is a trans, uh, the alchemical transformation. It's the purification of your spirit. It's, um, it's a, it's a release of uh, attachment to anything in this world that you depend upon uh, for salvation. Your, your salvation, your redemption. Uh, if you look for anything in this world to gain salvation and redemption, uh, you're not going to find it. Uh, there's a realization that nothing in this world and nobody in this world is going to save you. Uh, only you. You're going to find your salvation in yourself. And when you do that, then you have the power. You'll notice the dancer, the world dancer, has her own wands. She's grasping her own wands. And uh, so what can you say about a uh, an understanding of such total freedom. There, there are really no words for that. When you understand that your uh, salvation is in your own hands, what can you say? Well, the Buddha's last words were, uh, everything in the world is impermanent and subject to decay. Seek out your own salvation with diligence. That was his last words to his disciples. Seek out your own salvation with diligence. Because everything in the world is subject to impermanence and decay. Nothing in the world is reliable. So what we don't even see anything of the world in this card. There's no in every other card you will find the world. You'll find mountains and streams and uh, clouds, water. But in this card, the world is left behind. Uh, there's pure ether. There's pure spirit. And all you have are the uh, Ezekiel's uh, angels. You don't need uh, you don't need anything. And these angels are uh, not of uh, not of this world. These are these are elements that exist within us. Uh, these are the elements that the alchemists speak of. And um, should we go into that? I don't know. I don't think we have time. But the um, you know the albedo the rubedo the uh, uh, negredo, uh, these are, uh, and, and the quintessence, uh, these are very deep meanings. Um, the, uh, we see elements of uh, the world in the other cards. Uh, we're hinted, it's hinted at in the other cards. We see the magician. Um, we see hints of this in the high priestess. Um, we see it in the wheel of fortune. Um, the wheel, the wheel comes up a lot. This idea of the the cycle, and that divinity lurks behind the seemingly random uh, chances that occur in life. Uh, um, we we see that fate or the workings of life, these elements of existence. Uh, have a plan behind them or a will and that if we can form a unity with this will uh, effort is unnecessary there's a unity that occurs and everything falls into position the four angels are in the corner 
you're in the middle, there's a wheel within a wheel, and you become the hub. When we dissolve our illusion of self, we're no longer isolated. We become one, just as if you were uh, dissolved in water, and you find that in that stillness, um, there's there's a sort of movement into spirit, and there's really no such thing as stillness. Uh, everything in the universe moves, right? Um, we move upon the earth. The earth moves around the sun, the sun within the galaxy. Galaxies move in uh, galactic clusters. Everything cycles around each other. Uh, there's really no center in all this. Uh, uh, we talk about the Big Bang, uh, that there was a, a, a point, but where is it? You know, where is the center? Of anything, but it could also be said that everywhere is the center. You're the center. You're the center of existence. And what we find in uh, the world card uh, is that very message. Uh, the center of existence is the person, this uh, the dancer, the world dancer. Uh, it says that all existence begins and ends with you. And this is very much true. Uh, we start to get into here the whole idea of uh, observer-created reality, that reality begins and ends with an act of observation. And we uh, we begin to uh, become aware of a, a remarkable thing, that our reality shifts depending on our point of view. And I wonder about the um, the red sashes because uh, this is uh, red is a very uh, important color. Um, red is a very sexual color. Uh, it's the color of the root chakra. It's the color of blood. Um, the um, it's in contrast with the green, which is the natural the color of the earth, natural color. Um, you you wonder if there's sacrifice involved. Red on green, you have to. Is is there sacrifice involved? I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I ponder this. You know, the, the red sash on the green is there is there sacrifice involved? Um, and we always think of this as the world dancer, um, and the. Um, are we um, are we going into uh, Shiva, the, the uh, Lord of the Cosmic Dance, because of the posture? One foot up, one foot down. This is how Shiva is usually uh, indicated. Um, he too dances with his arms out, one foot down, the other raised. His head is always balanced. He has a calm expression. Um, the idea is that one foot is firmly on the earth and the other is raised to symbolize the release of the soul. And there's not uh, sadness or joy on the face, but calm, like you see on the face of the Buddha. And the, uh, the arms are open to welcome all experience and all people. 
And uh, the dancing Shiva is usually hermaphroditic, though. One half is Shiva, the other Parvati. The world dancer may be hermaphroditic. We don't know because the organs are, the sex organs are, are concealed. Um, and, um, you know, possibly the world dancer could be hermaphroditic. Uh, that theory has been expressed by some authors. Um, the, um, uh, uh, if you dwell on that, you, you, th you start thinking about the platonic idea of, uh, universal hermaphroditism, um, the uh, the idea was that the uh, the entire universe was once um, the uh, the idea was the image the entire universe was once a single human being. Uh, this was uh, a belief among the Gnostics, um, uh, and in uh, lots of great uh, lots of the great world religions. Um, um, in the Kabbalah, there there was a figure named uh, Adam Kadmon, who was said to be the original creation uh, uh, emanating from God. Uh, rather than a physical being, uh, Adam Kadmon was hermaphroditic and was a being of pure light. And only when this figure, uh, Adam Kadmon, broke up into separate parts of the universe did this being of pure light become imprisoned in matter. So uh, it's very interesting that uh, there's some theories in quantum physics that um, describe the universe as originally consisting of one particle. And that at that moment when that particle broke up, it was all pure light. And only later when it condensed, and became more isolated did some of that energy condense into matter according to Einstein's uh, uh, rather uh, cliched equation now E equals MC squared I'm not making this up so if these myths that uh, describe the breakup of primeval man um, uh are uh, describing an irreversible event that is that light a particle of light broke up and became man uh, if, if that's irreversible uh, then boohoo but occultists don't see it that way uh, occultists believe in the idea that man can purify himself and become light again this was the whole idea of the alchemists that man could purify himself through a process and attain that uh, that quality of light once again. So, uh, is it possible that what you see described in this card, you become united with life once again, and once again, uh, is the world dancer um, a diagram? Is this a picture of that being that was known as Adam Kadmon? Is this Shiva, the being called Shiva Parvati? Is this Adam Kadmon that we see in the world dancer? Is this card a diagram? Is this a Mandela that the 
that proper meditation on could transform you into a being of light. Is this how to do it? Uh, uh, in the Kabbalah, Adam Kadmon is linked to the tree of life. And, um, you know, with proper uh, meditation um, on the tree of life, great things are possible. Um, now, according to Arthur Edward Waite, um, the world dancer's posture is an almost exact representation of the tree of life's most common form. And I'm going to leave you with that to dwell upon while we go to station identification. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condiment Holly, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Lefay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. Time is really flying by tonight by discussing the world, the tree of life, Adam Kadmon. We have actually compressed time into a single particle. In divination, the world, this wondrous card, this miraculous card, this uh, amulet that can transform beings into pure light uh, becomes uh, compressed into the mundane subjects of uh, of divination, you know, people come to us with uh, mundane problems, you know, important problems. I'm not trivializing our problems, you know, problems of the real world, you know, love, work, uh, family matters, and we r- rarely deal with uh, uh, problems of uh, transforming the flesh into light. Of achieving uh, contemplation of the tree of life, we we look at this dancer. We're looking at Ezekiel's wheel within a wheel, mystic visions, uh, the tree of life, uh, transforming ourselves, uniting the uh, the mysteries that are almost unknowable. Uh, there are meanings of this world that are almost unknowable, uh, except to the most advanced uh, mystics. Uh, these, there's a goal here. There's a hope of a higher life. There's this intuition of something greater out there. Uh, there's uh, a, a dance that will take you beyond this life into the next one. Uh, a, a dream of enlightenment embodied in this card. And mostly what we're reading in this card is that uh, things are going to get better for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, uh, this is this is the mystery of life. Uh, uh, often we are uh, uh, we are the, we we have the potential of being gods, and most of us are accountants and lawyers and uh, 
food preparers and uh, um, we do what we can um, and and that's all right we're all parts of a, of a bigger whole and we're all doing our best to get by and we should all be doing what we can to help each other you know help each other get by well, well probably none of us uh, achieve our fullest potential because our fullest potential is a point of pure light and each one of us is a universe each one of us is the universe. We're, we, we're never separated. Adam Cadmon was never separated in pieces, really. That's an illusion. And uh, at some point, some wonderful future, uh, the wheel within a wheel, um, we're all spinning. We're all the inner wheel. And we spin within the outer wheel that is uh, the great and wonderful creator. Um, and one day, we'll, our vision will be clear enough to see that. Uh, as as I sit here and contemplate the world card and its mysteries, um, and I know it comes up in a reading. I know that there's some something I'm supposed to say to the person, and if I can only find the right words. But these are mysteries beyond words, and uh, I just hope that there's something that uh, is transmitted from my spirit to their spirit. Uh, something that transcends words and I hope the same for you guys you know, I hope that there's something that uh, transcends words that is transmitted uh, as we all meet in these uh, weird Tuesday night sessions uh, that transcends speech as beings of like spirit collect together to study these topics as we can come together as a network in the Crystal Silence League and bring about a change toward peace and tranquility in this world. I'm going to bring you down to um, a uh, quiet level now. We're going to um, end on a musical note because I don't really have much more to say. We're going to start next week with some study on uh, crystals and um, the four branches of crystallomancy. We're going to get down to the work. So I'll see you next week. And um, you know the Reverend loves you, and we'll see you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.